Hello, welcome to today's stimulus update and news report. It is Monday. We are celebrating June Juneteenth today. Uh, for all of you all that may not know, uh, so there's a lot of different activities going on, and I'll be sharing with you all um, some major uh, events that are taking place uh, around Juneteenth. Uh, Juneteenth is a federal holiday, was made a federal holiday uh, last year in 2021 uh, to celebrate the emancipation of African-American uh, slaves uh, on this day in 1865. Uh, so we have a lot to get to today. Also wanted to give a shout out to all the fathers out there. We just celebrated Father's Day over the weekend. Uh, and so just give yourself a shout out. If you're if you're a dad uh, or if you have a father uh, that is doing amazing things, definitely give them a shout out uh, below. Welcome. If this is your first time here with us, uh, we're glad that you're here. Let us know who you are, where you're heading from and what your business is. Uh, so not only are we giving updates, but these this information that I'm bringing to you is really going to help your business, move your business forward uh, in achieving your goals. So we always provide a wealth of information and resources uh, to make sure that you get whatever it is that you need so that you can succeed in your business. Uh, please feel free to ask any questions that you have. Drop them in the comments. I will. I like to give the shout outs, but I do try to get, get to, through as much information I can and follow up after the after the broadcast uh, for those questions. As always, you can find resources in the show notes in the description of this video where the text is. Just click on the video, you'll see the text and you'll see a number of different resources that you can access. And then I'll drop them in the comments uh, later. Okay, so I just mentioned Juneteenth. So I wanna give some uh, major news uh, that was announced by the Small Business Administration. Uh, they uh, actually have a landmark collaboration with historically black fraternities and sororities to address the wealth gap through black entrepreneurship. And so shout out to all the fraternities and sororities out there. If you're in a sorority or fraternity, uh, shout yourself uh, out. Um, we love to, to see you because they do a lot of really good work in the community. So I also highly recommend that you can get connected to these organizations in your local uh, area. When, when we talk about organizations and associations that are doing uh, good work out there that you as a small business owner, entrepreneur, nonprofit should be connected to, these are some uh, major not, uh, organizations that have um, a lot of power uh, at the national level. Uh, so, you know, don't sleep on these organizations because they're they're doing amazing things. They do a lot of community service activity, have a lot of programs uh, that they have initiated. So um, what they are speaking on is that underrepresented or oftentimes uh, represented on thousands of university campuses, including historical black colleges and universities, one of which I graduated from, Wilberforce University. Shout out to Wilberforce. Uh, with members in leadership roles across civic and faith and uh, in, in the faith community, the National Panhelic uh, Council boasts 2.5 million active members. That's a lot of that's a lot of members and scores of alumni members. So taken together, this group engaged leaders uh, is a critical ally in helping building trust within key communities and introducing small business owners to critical resources to bolster their business outcomes. As we see to close the wealth gap, okay? So the National uh, National Panhelic uh, Council represents the following organizations. So Alpha Phi Alpha, Alpha Kappa Alpha, Kappa Alpha Psi, Omega Psi Phi, Delta Sigma Theta, Phi Beta Sigma, uh, Zeta Phi Beta, Sigma Gamma Rho, and Iota Phi Theta, okay? So again, shout out to all of you all. And also in conjunction, uh, the SBA also has uh, expanded its women's business centers and women business centers uh, that are through minor minority operated uh, organizations. And so uh, there's a long list, but they just added five more uh, to the list. So I just wanted to go through that list because the, this is important because there's still some, I get so many messages. I mean, I cannot even count them. And it's really getting hard to keep up. 
Well, where can I find resources? I'm challenged in my business or I just started up my business. I'm, I don't have a lot of resources. I don't have a lot of money. I need mentorship. I need some coaches. I need help, 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 and more help, right? Well, there is help. There are resources out there. And one of the um, major places that you can go, especially if you're a woman on business, is a woman, uh, woman business center. Okay, so they're everywhere. We have them here in Ohio. I am a member of our local women's business center, and they have so much um, to offer. So, again, no reason why we should be uh, struggling in our business if we are connected to the right resources and programs. And money is not an issue. There's just, I mean, since COVID, there's just been so many programs initiated. I talk about it all the time, about all these new programs, every time that they roll out and who to get connected to, where you can find them. So it's so important that, you know, you go back and use our resources, go back to the videos and get connected to these local uh, organizations right there in your community. But the latest five uh, that are on the list is California State University, Fresno Foundation, a CSU Fullerton Auxiliary Services Corporation on behalf of California State University, Fulton, Miles College Center for Economic and Social Justice, the National Institute for Minority Economic Development, Inc. on behalf of Bennett College, and Rockville Economic Development on behalf of Bowie State University. If you ever have a question about where to find uh, these organizations, you can go to the SBA website, sba.gov. That is the Small Business Administration. Uh, they have a tab where you can click and find your local women's business center. In addition to that, uh, some other uh, resources uh, that are connected that I will highly recommend you connect to. SCORE, SCORE, okay? SCORE.org, S-C-O-R-E.org is a arm of the SBA uh, and they're, they're a volunteer organization that provides free mentorship to entrepreneurs and small business owners. I am a part of SCORE. I'm a volunteer subject matter expert. A mentor and trainer through the organization here locally. Uh, so get plugged in, contact your local SCORE office if, uh, for mentorship. They're ready and waiting for you, okay? They get uh, grant dollars so that they can provide these programs and support uh, for you and your business. Also, the Small Business Development Centers is also an arm of the SBA. They provide a lot of different um uh, mentoring, coaching, uh, they can help you with business planning, financial planning, financial forecasting, uh, and all sorts, providing all sorts of resources uh, to you. Uh, and they often have uh, grants as well, uh, either they or they partner with um, other uh, organizations, SCORE as well, like SCORE, I mentioned in our, our latest grant video that SCORE, our local SCORE office is partnered with Key for Women, Key Bank, has a key for women program and they have partnered together on a pitch competition to give women up to ten thousand dollars in grant funding okay so that's why i say it's so important to connect with these different associations and organizations in your local communities because they're 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 doing a lot of uh, great things have a lot of opportunities and programs that you all can get involved in that is just going to help you take your business to the next level so whether whether you need a grant a loan uh or accelerator incubator program uh in they can help you with it and then they can also appoint you in the right direction for other organizations that are in the local community um as well so again, um, that's just such a great thing to have the women's business centers available, the small business centers, and the score office. Those are th just three, right? Those are not the only ones, but those are three. If you have not connected to those three, I would highly recommend uh, that you do so. All right. So moving on, I wanted to talk, about, give, give an update on, you know, student loan uh, forgiveness. I've already done videos on it, uh, but this is important, especially if you are married or were married, okay? Because uh, one of the issues is it was a law passed a, a while ago um, that where a lot of partners, they consolidated 
their student loans. And so what happens is it makes it very difficult. First of all, you cannot take advantage of the forgiveness programs that are right now available, uh, and you are forever tied to your partner. So if there's a situation where you have a, a divorce, uh, you're still linked. Those loans are still linked. Well, the Senate just recently uh, it passed, approved a bill to uh, remove that so that you do not have to continue to be tied to your spouse's uh, loans. Okay, so that's good news because one of the programs that is available right now for public is for public service uh, workers. So if you're a public service worker right now, they've, they've made all types of consensus to expedite your ability to get student loan forgiveness. And a lot of it is automatic. But under the current terms, right? You cannot have these loans that are you and your spouse have consolidated together will not qualify uh, for that particular program. So it just got approved in the Senate. And as we know, it needs to go through the House and then the president's desk uh, to be approved. But I will keep you all um, updated on that. That's going to be a huge benefit for so many of you all that are in that situation um, right now. There continues to be or we continue to wait to see what Biden is going to do uh, as far as a mass forgiveness. Again, I mentioned before that it's looking like it's going to be $10,000, then there'll be eligibility requirements, uh, income parameters that are uh, uh, set in place. Uh, so, you know, not everybody is happy with that, you know. So you let me know what it is that you, you want, right? So there's everybody wants to just fully forgiven. You know, there's some requests that have at least uh, 50,000 uh, of every student loan uh, borrower forgiven, but don't want you to forget that he, uh, the administration has already put in place uh, student loan forgiveness programs. There have already been uh, millions and millions of dollars, if not billions at this point, forgiven uh, or canceled uh, in student loan debt. And there's more coming because they are right now working on a complete overhaul. So if you missed that video, go find it on our YouTube channel or Facebook page uh, on student loans. I, I go through in detail all of the different programs right now, including uh, the one of the biggest programs is the reef, uh, the fresh start programs for those that are in default. You're going to be automatically removed from default. That's going to have a major impact on your credit and then allow you to then be able to apply for income driven uh, student loan programs, the public service uh, forgiveness program, and other forgiveness programs that you may uh, potentially qualify for. Uh, so that is good news for you. And if you if if you were in default and you've already had yours automatically um, taken out of default, please let me know because I haven't heard uh, any any information yet uh, from my peers because this is relatively new, um, and so we don't know how long it's going to uh, take for everybody that is uh, in default, and that's millions of people, by the way, uh, to have. Uh, all those defaults li lifted. Uh, but again, it's nothing you have to do. It's an automatic process, uh, but just monitor your, you know, call your uh, your student loan servicer, monitor for um, some type of email notification or notification that comes in your mail. But I was um, an advocate for uh, being proactive <laughs> uh, and just following up to see what's happening. Uh, if they they should know something about it because it's already in process. Okay, so that's on student loans. If you have other questions regarding student loans, let me know. Um, okay, so we have more information. So I just wanted to circle back on the um, IDLE program. Uh, the SBA in total approved uh, $390 billion dollars uh, in idle COVID idle loans for small business owners and nonprofits. So we know that the program closed. Uh, they put the notification on their website that they're no longer processing, but there are um, a select uh, group of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and, and nonprofits that are still in process. Okay. 
uh, internally, even though they turned uh, shut down the portal. Now, I got an influx of messages over the weekend from business owners wanting to know about, they're in this uh, particular situation where they had a banking errors. And they want to know, okay, uh, I got all the way through this part of the process um, and we, we're we waiting. Uh, uh, they said it's going to be 10 days, right? And now it's way past 10 days, way past 10 days uh, because of banking errors. So the SBA, uh, the administrator out of her own mouth several months ago stated that if you are one of the applicants in the situation where you you were approved for funds, you were approved, but there was a banking issue. This this is a chronic issue, okay? Not just with this program, but submitting incorrect bank information uh, will cause significant delays. And she stated that it will cause significant delays. I'm talking about months and months and months. So let me know if you're in that situation right now where you had some type of a banking error and you are still waiting, or if you had a banking error and you were able to get uh, funded and how long it took you to get funded. Um, because I told him it could be weeks. I mean, it could be months. If they say 10 days, we already know uh, that there's, you know, that's just an estimate. That does not mean that in 10 days you will get your money because I can tell you it takes a long time with any banking issue. The The good thing is, is that uh, if you have the banking issue, that money is already allocated. So be thankful for that. So even though it's going to take you a long time to get it, they could have just unallocated it because of your banking errors. But they have, if it's allocated, that means even though they run out of funding, they have already taken your particular uh, grant or loan into account. So again, I would like to hear from you all if you're in that particular situation or if you're still in the process with your uh, idle grant or idle loan, because there are still applicants in the process, um, we're just not hearing more about it. The reason I hear about it is because so many people, are, you know, they call me uh, or they send me an email. Uh, but there's no word on uh, any extension. Again, I mentioned that there are calls for the SBA uh, to re to reopen for those that are in process that were sent letters saying that uh, they had to stop the process because they ran out of funding. Uh, now, there's suggestion by uh, members of Congress that the SBA has a pool of money that they can pull from and then reallocate it to the idle program to take care of the remaining business owners that are in the pipeline. Now, I have a peer one of my peers, um, he he qualified for a million dollars. And unfortunately, the program closed before he could get a million dollars. Like that has to be really like hard um, and devastating to know that like you qualify for that and you couldn't even get a portion of that. When a program closes, it closes. That's why I try to encourage you all to have a sense of urgency uh, when we're when you're working on these different programs, applying for these different programs. Um, but unfortunately, you know, things happen and then there were, there were many issues with the, with the SBA in this program. Um, anyway, a lot of back and forth, sending in documents, uh, multiple times, uh, that they were requesting, uh, and nobody knew what was happening with them. So I do understand those challenges. I under, I underwent those challenges as well. Um, but know that there's other resources out here. So I'll monitor to see, uh, it, what happens with that. Um, haven't heard uh, anything else as far as what the SBA is going to do or even how much uh, is in this pot of money that they could potentially uh, reallocate to the program. Okay. Uh, now on to PPP. So um, just wanted to circle back on the Paycheck Protection Program. Now, this was a, the largest. I mean, just shy of a trillion dollars went out to entrepreneurs, small businesses, and nonprofits through uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, which is a forgivable loan that turned into a grant. So right now we're dwindling, we're coming to a close, right, with the forgiveness uh, process and applications. Uh, I said earlier that the SBA uh, intends to officially close it down uh, in third quarter of 2022. They're anticipating that all the applications would have been submitted um, 
you know, and they again may at that time then shut down the forgiveness portable. Right now it's open uh, and available. I can tell you that it's around 10%. Uh, maybe a little bit more of those that have PPP loans or took out uh, or got the PPP loans in 2021 that have not gotten any type of forgiveness, have not applied. Um, and so the question is, uh, if you have a PPP loan and you have not applied for forgiveness yet, why? Right. So if you are a person, if you're watching and you have not applied for PPP forgiveness, uh, let me know the reason why in the comment. Uh, if it's uh, because the fear that uh, of the complexities, uh, that is not anything you have to worry about, um, especially if your loan uh, is $150,000 or uh, less, uh, because the SBA has a, a direct portal that makes it super fast and easy, literally takes five minutes. Five minutes. And so uh, then I wonder if, if it's your lender. So most times if your lender you know, went ghost on you or something happened that you can go through the portal. Uh, there's been thousands of business, um, thousands of lenders that have opted into the portal uh, as well. Um, but know that there's deadlines on this process uh, before the SBA, before then you you are responsible to pay the loan back. Uh, and so you then you will start getting uh, notifications from the SBA uh, that your payments have come due. Uh, so let me know where you're at with your PPP. Have you submitted your forgiveness? Have you gotten it all forgiven? Was it partially forgiven? Uh, also, uh, are you in the appeals process? Because if you do not appeal, um, it, so for instance, if if you if your lender or SBA decided that you don't qualify for full forgiveness, then you have an opportunity to to appeal it. Uh, but you only have so much time, 30 days. And But if you do not meet the time requirements, you have already forfeited your rights to appeal. There, There is nothing else to do but to pay back the loan. Now, the loan uh, has good terms. It's a 1% you know, interest rate. Um, but again, why pay back a loan if you don't have to, right? If you qualify for forgiveness, just go ahead and put your application in. I have not heard of any complications with the process whatsoever. I didn't have any uh, issues with my process with uh, applying for forgiveness uh, at all. And I was able to get all of mine forgiven. But I do know there, again, as it continues to be a lot of misinformation, uh, there was inf misinformation that a lot of people were told that they didn't have to take any action. Um, and so they, they may have already checked out of everything and just like just assume that it's automatically forgiven. Well, uh, they, you will be in for a big surprise because it's not. It's not. I don't care what anybody told you. It requires you to take action to initiate that forgiveness application and then for them to actually approve it, okay? And then once they approve it, you should receive correspondence from your lender and also the SBA. And that correspondence and record, uh, you should maintain for your record and also for your accountants and bookkeepers, tax professionals, because you're going to need it when you file your when you file your taxes. Because there's, you know, certain there's ways that you have to identify these funds on your tax returns and your financial experts should be able to help you uh, with that. So, again, just encouraging you all to apply for forgiveness because we're winding down here. Um, you know, you never know. We may hear shortly from the SBA that they're shutting down the portal. And I don't want that to happen before you all have a chance to get your information in. So we know inflation is um, on the rise. Um, interest rates were uh, just uh, given a hike. Uh, and so uh, many business owners are really feeling, um, uh, you know, the effects, right? Uh, so with COVID, uh, inflation, supplier issues, uh, staffing, you know, these are all things that are causing major challenges for small businesses. Uh, and then there there are, um, you know, even members of Congress and also state leaders that are looking at uh, what can be done, right? And I don't know on what scale, but I know a lot of what is being looking at, looked at and proposed is happening at the state le levels. So I want to remind you, so uh, you anything from a state uh, relief program or a state 
our inflation, our stimulus checks and gas, gas cars and gas checks and things like that are being proposed and or implemented just depending on your state. So you, we will continue to see this. Uh, you know, I, I anticipate we will continue to see this because Americans are just, they're just being hit hard uh, in, in their wallets, right? And it's just making it more and more challenging. So I want you all to, I want to make sure that you know that there are, um, there is, there is relief um, and programs that are out there to help you. And the majority of them right now, as the federal program, uh, COVID relief programs have closed, they are initiating other programs that are available to you. Okay. Uh, whether just as a uh, resident of your state or your county or your city, and also as a uh, business owner. Um, my last video on grants. So er usually every week I do a special grant video. And I just did one last week on specifically calling out state and local grants and i highlighted in that video at least 50 grants and you're you're talking about grants that are totaling at least one billion dollars so if you have not checked out that video please go to that video and then i also put all the links all the links to all of those grants in the in the in the comments so all you have to do is go to that video go to the comments look down and scroll down and see if your state is on the list and if it is what grants you qualify for while they're open okay so you can apply before they close i mean there was one i think it was in colorado that was up to five million dollars and so i spoke on in another video about the HUD grants, uh, community development, economic development, housing development, all of these different things, uh, it, there's grant money for those, right? So there's grant money. And so even when, uh, let's say your uh, local economic development center gets a grant or your county government gets a grant, they partner with small businesses. Uh, to be able to give you grant money to carry or carry out or implement uh, the programs that they want to implement to help better the community and help to strengthen the economy. This is so important. Again, when you're talking about how you know, do I increase sales? How do I scale my business? Right? How do I get connected? Uh, that's how you get connected, but you can't get access to it if you're not involved uh, and if you're not being proactive. So. Again, in my last grant video, I really, really took my time to tell you key uh, strategies, key organizations and associations uh, and what they're doing, what to look for, who to connect with uh, for your business. Whether you're a for-profit business or a nonprofit business, uh, there are a lot of opportunities to go around and there's just going more and more. Uh, these pots are getting bigger and bigger. Uh, so the money is out there um, and available for you. You just need to know where to go get it and how to, you know, how to connect with it. Uh, so one of the programs that I recently talked about is the State Small Business Credit Initiative that is rolling out. Now, this is a program that's already been in existence. There are special dollars that came out of the Res American Rescue Plan Act uh, that's, a 10, that's $10 billion. And so this $10 billion is being allocated to the states. Now, that states had to apply. Now, when they apply, how long they took to apply uh, varies. The first round has already been uh, given out to five states. So I'm going to tell you which five states these are. Now, I said first round. So I guarantee I'm going to get a question and ask them what about my state. Okay, please catch the replay. These, this is the first round that have gone out to these five states, Hawaii, Kansas, Maryland, Michigan, and West Virginia. So if you want to learn more about the State Small Business Credit Initiative, go back and check out that video, okay? This is not a grant. This is a loan, uh, not, and it's not just a loan program. There's special loans that you can get, which is great too, uh, under this program, but they have a number of different uh, initiatives that's under this program as well. And I go into detail uh, there. 
So know that there's other funding options out here that's being made available to you uh, outside of the PPP and IDLE and those type of types of programs. So this is a big one, again, with the states, the Small Business Credit Initiative. First five has rolled out. And so uh, you will see more rounds coming. And you, if you are have a question, you can Google your state. Uh, because every time when they get uh, the funded or approved, uh, then they, the state, will issue an, an official press release. <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. So, <coughs> so you will see that the states on this list have official press releases. Um, so, <coughs> the next thing is is the HUD rollout. So I just wanted to circle back on this because I've had people reaching out to me with questions uh, and clarification on the HUD grant, which is $10.3 billion, which is also given out to the states for community housing and community development <clears throat> programs. And every state, well, states, state, the states that receive money, the counties within the state and the local, the cities that receive grant money under this program, there is a list. So if you go to the video, and I'll try to drop it in the in the comments uh, of this video as well, but there is a link to a spreadsheet that has every state, all the counties and cities that got funding and how much specifically they got, okay? So that wh why is that important? Uh, it's giving you the list, it's telling you <laughs> what cities uh, uh, that are given the money, uh, so you can uh, connect with the organizations that are there because someone asked me about where are the grant applications. There are no grant applications. The grants were given to the state, the county, or your, your government. Then they, you know, then they use it. They then are responsible to allocate it. And I just said that they partner with for-profits and nonprofits to what? Implement these programs. They don't do it all on their own. They partner. So whether they give you a you a grant, right? They take the monies that they're giving because part of the economic development is to help small business, then that's what they would do. And or, you know, they wrote out a program that says, okay, we need to contract with a small business or a nonprofit to provide these particular services. Okay? Uh, either way, it, it, these are all opportunities for us as small business owners and nonprofits to get a piece of the pie. And you're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I, I have peers that's watching right now. Uh, if you're, if you have contracts, they contract all the time with different business centers. Uh, I, I have several peers that are actually partnered to train uh 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 small business owners and entrepreneurs or to teach uh through the small business centers the women's business centers they don't do all of these things on their own they partner with businesses like you to make these things happen right and so you'd want to be one of the ones selected uh you know for them to give you the money to execute whatever it is you're trying to execute and i mean i have peers that's doing whether you know, you're focusing on, you know, transitional housing for women or uh, those that suffer from domestic violence or homeless or children. Uh, there's funds for all of these different areas. Okay. And so there's so many problems uh, that needs to be solved, right? So many things that, uh, you know, the, 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 the leaders want to do. Uh, to be able to bo uh, to boost their uh, their communities, and so they want to partner with small businesses like us. So again, I encourage you all to um, to get involved. Now, just really quickly, I see all of you all out here. Just going to s see if there are any questions I can answer on air. Yeah. So uh, one of our viewers is saying that the states and cities determine what they are going to use the money for. Yes. So we again, we need to be at the table. I just mentioned the other uh, the week or so ago uh, how the mayor had a uh, a session with small business owners, uh, a discussion, right? So 
they have to allocate their dollars. And so if you're, you, we need to be at the table uh, when they're making these decisions to let them know how, what is important to us as we are the foundation of these communities, right? So, and so they can listen to, uh, to us and, and, and align with us to execute these different programs, okay? All right. So, uh, someone have a question. What if I? What if you live in a in a state different from where your company is located or registered? Can you get funding in that state? I will reach out to your state. Uh, that is a question for them because we know every state is different. But it's typically is usually the state in which your business operates, right? Where where you are registered, where your business is registered, or whether you qualify or not. But depending on the program, they may say, you know, you your business must be registered and you must be a resident. Um, but I can't make a blank, blank statement in that regard. You would need to ask them or just uh, look at the program uh, that, that you're assessing to see what the eligibility requirements are. But it may be that you just have to be, you know, you would just apply where your business is registered. Um, so if you just live in a state and your business is not registered there, it's, it's highly unlikely that you will be able to qualify for the program. And I have peers that's in that situation. So I think I have one that lived in Indiana, but his business is, is registered in Florida, right? So he would pursue uh, grants in Florida because his business is not registered here. They don't even have, uh, they, there's no record that he has a legal operating business in the state of Indiana. He just lives there. Um, someone else is saying, I didn't go through Wompley. Uh, there were different institutes that gave out PPP, like your bank. Yeah, there were a lot. And there was a lot that dropped the ball as well. Uh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Uh, just shout out. <laughs> giving a shout out uh, to Brenda, uh, one of our members. You're so welcome. She said, thanks so much for all the great information. I'm in Texas, a caterer, but ready to open a brick and mortar. Uh, I have completed three grants, applied for several, all denied um, being new. Uh, we were all new. I was new in, during COVID-19. So there's more. I'm Now we're two years old. So there's much more that I qualify for now than I did when I first began. So if you're a startup, and you and it's not a lot for you to qualify for. Know that the, these days, weeks, and months, and years go by real quick. So you start, you can start today in a year, be here at the at the snap of a finger. So just look out for uh, what opportunities are out there for your particular business and your stage in business. If you're a new business, you really need to be going after pitch competitions. Most pitch competitions are inclusive of startups and those that have not even started just the idea uh, or concept right because they're looking for those that are pro uh, um that have creative and innovative solutions that are going to solve problems so you know if if you have a pitch if you have a business plan uh that's that's all you need and then you just pitch your business so we have to get uh in the uh, ready to pitch our business all the time be ready because more and more there are opportunities out here for you all to pitch a business. I just mentioned the one by Key Bank that that's a pitch competition. And so again, always just look at the requirements. Kudos to you for applying, right? And just keep applying. Uh, do want to let you know that we are. I, although I have a master class which is really good, I never uh, have hosted a workshop where I walk through an entire application. And uh, I completed a grant application. It's a $25,000 application the other day. And I said, this will be a good uh, application to do a complete walkthrough. And I think that will help a lot of you all out there, whether uh, you're anyone that's trying to apply for a grant, if you're challenged with it, um, you will find the event on our Facebook page. Uh, I will be hosting it in our She Boss Tribe community uh, this Wednesday. So the day after tomorrow, uh, I will be providing that walkthrough at 6 p.m. and then answering any questions. So um, we will be look, we will be going through uh, a, the grant by I believe it's the Tito Vodka Company, and so um, it's uh, it's open up to a lot of uh, a diverse group. 
Uh, but even if you don't qualify for that particular grant, this will still be beneficial for you as you continue to apply for other grants and you can bring whatever grant that you have with you and I'll be answering questions um, as well. Um, yeah, because that one, it had a lot of requirements and you will see that these grants are getting bigger and bigger. The, you know, the competition is getting bigger and bigger, right? It's good. So you have to come with your A game. It's not just a matter of applying. Is are, are you coming with your A game? Uh, are you do you know what what it takes to be qualified uh, for the grant? How to address all of the questions and statements and provide all of the records, the business records that are, is required. That's why I created the master class and the cheat sheet because so many business owners, for so many business owners, this is foreign to them because we have business owners there you know, they're selling things, right? They know what they know, but they don't really have that business acumen. They are not necessarily operating their business uh, correctly or in an organized fashion uh, that says to these grantors that you're a legitimate business. And so when they're asking for these things, you're like, what is this, right? It's still businesses that aren't using bookkeepers, that's not using any type of accounting system and all their receipts are in a box. Well, when the, when the grantor asks you for your financial statements and then you're looking you're looking at like a deer in headlights as to what is it they're asking for. And so you uh, you may have otherwise qualified, but because you don't have your business in order, you don't have um, you don't have a clear uh, understanding of what money you're making in your business and can show them what you're making in your business, then you forfeit the, your opportunity to get the grant. So that's why it's so important to get ready get ready, right? So there were opportunities in 2020, opportunities in 2021, there's opportunities in 22, and there's more to come. So we need to be ready. I'm still helping businesses get ready that aren't ready. Many of you all found me late, right? Uh, many of you all, as you're finding me now, saying that you missed out on all the programs, all the programs. I, and it's heartbreaking to see so many businesses didn't get any federal relief right any of the state programs and it's like why because you were not either you weren't connected right uh or you didn't have your business in order to be able to take advantage of these opportunities so that's why i'm here because we don't want to leave any more money on the table we have like there's maybe about 30 grants right now that are there's more than that open but those that are open right now that many of you all can go and apply for and the deadline is approaching June 30th. But guess what? When those close, there's more coming on in uh, online in July. Are you going to be ready to apply? Right? That's the question. Are you going to be ready to apply? Okay? And so even those that ask me, okay, you know, I want somebody to write my application for me or I want to submit a grant proposal, let me tell you, I many of you are, we refer all the time and the consensus is more than 90% of you all are not even ready when you go to the discovery call for them to even fill out your application. You have nothing ready that is required of what a grantor would look for. So then they have to send you back with the checklist of things to go get before they can even meet with you and do an application for you or for them to be able to move forward with putting together a uh, more complex grant proposal it's so important that we get our businesses ready, y'all. We can't keep leaving this money on the table, right? Somebody's going to get it, uh, but why not you, right? I want us all to be able to get uh, some of this money that is out here and available. Uh, so someone else is saying their bank uh, took too long before the PPP ran out, so they didn't get that. Mm. Uh, someone else is saying they can't find Tennessee grants. Uh, what I would recommend to you is, again, connect with the associations I just said. Connect with them. Ask them. So when you say you can't find any, my question to you is, and you may have, who have you talked to? Who have you met with in your local area, right? Either in your government office or in, in your women's business center or the SCORE uh, office or your small business office, your local chamber of commerce, who have you talked to uh, to see if there are any grants uh, where you reside? 
Hi, I see you all out here. Thank you so much. Let's see. Um, I don't understand about the bank area. My loan officer changed my bank to my credit union right then and there. Um, I don't know. The question is, is it the right information on file what they changed, right? And why did why did they change it? Was it an error is why they changed it? Um, and making sure it's the correct information because if it's not, it's just going to keep getting rejected. And, at, you know, eventually they will just deny it, right? If you can't, I mean, especially if it's multiple times that they're making these attempts. Um, so that's all I can give you on that. Okay. Uh, so uh, Melissa's saying her bank forgave her PPP and just had to, had to sign the paper. Okay. Through her uh, bank for the PPP. It was easy peasy, she says. Uh, so someone had a home business lost. Ooh, lost it all in the fire last July. Do they help with that? I would, I would, I would seek out local resources for that. Um, you know, Idle program extends. It's not just COVID, right? So I don't know if it was a natural disaster, but there's a lot of natural disasters, and so there's Idle programs for all of those. You know, once the state is declared a natural disaster, is uh, declared as a national disaster event, that's when you will see the SBA. They will put out a special press release and say it was declared a disaster zone and that um, idle economic injury disaster funds, uh, loan funds are available for that. And there may be some other help through like FEMA or other resources in your local area. That's for you to research. I don't dig into the weeds of locally. Um, I just say that a lot of states have resources for these types of things. Well, I'm glad I see a lot of you all saying that the process, the PPP forgiveness process was easy. Um, okay. Let's see. Only I was waiting on the 4506T to clear out and they ran out of funds. Yeah, a lot of people were waiting on that, unfortunately. Uh, so we have comments on needing funding. You can find funding resources uh, in the comments. I'm happy to report that uh in may i because we just found out because i only find out monthly uh that uh we were able to help uh 14 self-employed and gig workers get funding right uh, we're the only ones that do that like you can't uh you know you can't if you're not if you don't have an ein and you're not a registered business you can't go anywhere else and get funding uh but this is the new program that we started and i'm so glad that so many of you are, are being helped by that but there are other um, funny solutions. And again, uh, your state, and I'll be doing some upcoming videos on uh, other opportunities uh, as well that are available. Okay. Are you student loan forgiveness for everyone? Are you, I'm not understanding that question. So again, all the student loan forgiveness programs, you can go to the video. Okay, they're starting to do the firecrackers today. Uh, if it was a, a tax preparer error, I mean, if it's the end, if they decline you and there's no more money left, there's nothing else you can do. It doesn't matter whose error it is. Uh, or if you're referring to PPP, it, it still doesn't matter. Uh, because uh, what they said is, is if you if there was an error with your PPP, whether it was your error or the bank's error, ooh, uh, they still, you, you may not get forgiveness or partial for forgiveness. And then then it's really up to you to, to appeal. Okay. Uh, yes, SBA loan, uh, SBA gives loans to uh, startups. It just depends on uh, the loan. Where? What do you mean by startup? Where you are in the startup process? Because you actually have to start a business to be considered a startup. Um, and people always ask that. They have not actually started their business. They're still in idea phase. And that's not a startup. You don't, you're not a startup until you actually start your business. Um, every state has grants. I'm just asking. I get that question all the time. Is there a grant in my particular state? Uh, you have to go find them. You know, some states are better than others, especially at the at the state level, like a state state level grant. Um I mean, again, some of the big states right now, California stays at the top of the list. They have been trying to pass, pass where they give out more money 
New York is at the top of that list. Um, Georgia is at Georgia has had many grants as well. Uh, New Jersey has grants. Indiana has had many grants. Um, you have to just see what they have going on right now. Oh, there's a lot in Illinois. People are asking about Texas. Yep, Illinois. So go go to that state video. There's Illinois grants and Chicago uh, grants as well. Colorado has a lot of grants right now um, as well. Okay. All right. I think that's that's it to, uh, for today. Yes, I have a master class for who's asking. It's in the show notes, and I will drop it in the comments. If you need help, you know, again, go get it. Um, the cheat sheet is $47. The master class is $159. Um, and that can help you go get, you know, thousands of dollars in grant money. So get the help because you don't want to go into applying for grants blindly. Okay. You want to know what it is that's expected. What do you need to do? How do you, you know, how do you stand out? What, what types of statements that they're going to ask? All of those th questions we give you answers to, we give you all the tips, everything that I do, I have done to win uh, several grants uh, for both of my companies. So not just one, the one that I founded in 20, uh, in 2014 and the one that I found in, um, that I started in January of 2020. Okay. So again, like most of you startups, we are startup as well. And so we're able, I'm able to get grants as a startup. And I'm still planning uh, applying for grants. I applied for two over the weekend. I'm wrapping up this million dollar grant uh, today. Then there's another million dollar grant I have to work on. Um, and it just, I really want to focus and make sure that, you know, I'm putting my best foot forward, that I'm really answering the questions, reading through the questions. This is not something I rush on. So a million dollars, I'm going to take my time to really make sure that I'm giving my best answers and that I can express what it is that we're doing to make an impact and why they should choose us to give this grant money to. I mean, I'm just excited. I'm just excited about <laughs> I'm just so excited about it. So again, um, you know, wishing you all uh, much success. We're here to support you in your success. Uh, we have so many programs and initiatives going on. Get plugged in, stay plugged in. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to stay safe and good health. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.